Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. That's it with your boy. Better pray for your boy. Robert Latow. Keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. With the college football season starting and NFL season coming up, it is time to get those bets in. Please go to betus.com and use the promo code BSO125 to get a 125% bonus on your first bet. That's betus.com. You're probably wondering uh, why I'm wearing this uh, St. John's hat, uh, considering it's a you know an Ohio State week. Go Bucks! Well, you know, congratulations uh, to my oldest daughter who is uh, at her first day of class the other day at uh, St. John's. So I'm a uh, St. John's uh, dad. So I got to represent the uh, Johnnies. Uh, you know, I, I stopped putting her on social media a few years ago because, you know, people are freaking weirdos and she's a girl. Uh, but congratulations to her. She's uh, out in Queens, out there with Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and uh, doing her thing out there. So uh, congratulations to her. Full scholarship, still, still expensive, though. <laughs> yeah, full scholarship and stuff, still expensive. My goodness. Education should be free. For all Americans, it really should be. And the discussion, the discussion that you've been watching the last couple of weeks is the student loan forgiveness. Everybody's been up, everybody's been on Twitter and all social media, very angry about student loan forgiveness. And Biden giving you ten thousand dollars to get rid of your student loans, and all, all the Republicans and the MAGA people and the Democrats and black people and white people and Latinos and everybody's mad about. Student loan forgiveness. You know, I didn't say anything. I didn't say it because it's not it's not worth arguing because I'm gonna just tell you the truth. I tell you why people are mad about student loan forgiveness. And, and and it really is something that nobody else has talked about. You haven't heard it on CNN, you haven't heard it on Fox News, you haven't heard it on Truth Social or Twitter. Or TikTok. You haven't heard any of it. Here's the real reason people are mad about student loan forgiveness. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with the 10000 They don't care about the $10,000, the $20,000. They don't care about anybody else. Here's the real reason people are mad about student loan forgiveness. They're mad because the rich people don't want you to understand how they stay rich. <laughs> That's that's the real reason. 
See, what I've learned in my my years on this planet, right, is the system is actually backwards. And when I say the system, I'm talking about it all, the educational system, the, the political system, law enforcement, any system you can think of is actually backwards, right? One would think that a proper system would be one that tried to raise up poor people, right? While also making rich people, you know, more responsible because, you know, they're rich. But that's not how the system works. The system works, and anybody that's been poor and is now rich can tell you this. The way the system works is the system is actually put in place to keep poor people poor and rich people rich. So think about it like this. You're poor. You don't even have to be poor. You're, you're middle class. And, but you're smart. You're intelligent. You want to go to college and be somebody, right? The system should be, we're going to give let you go to college for free. We're going to give you money for free because you've come out of a situation where you're you haven't had any of the advantages, but you've made it through. You've made it through high school. You got a 4.0. You want to go to the state college. You should go to school for free. Someone that makes $2 million a year should have to pay for their kids to go to college. Not so, But the system is in place where if you make $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year, you have to take out these student loans that you got to pay back. That makes no sense. Right? That makes no sense. It's backwards. It's backwards. It's like, it's like, like Smitty said, the PPP loans. The, the rich people got all their PPP loans forgiven. It was the small businesses that were going out of business Tom Brady wasn't going out of business. Kanye wasn't going out of business. Jay-Z wasn't going out of business. All those uh, Republican people wasn't going out of business. The system is in place. Listen, anybody that has a little bit of money knows this. And anybody that didn't have a little bit of money knows this as well. When you open a bank account, if you open a bank account with $50, as opposed to $50,000, do you get treated differently by the bank? <laughs> of course you do. Now, one would think that the person that opened the account with 50 bucks or 500 bucks, if they have an overdraft, the bank should be, you know, in a good society, should try to work with them, help them out. <laughs> no. What do they do? If I didn't have enough money for the check to clear, <laughs> then why would you think I would have an extra $35 for the overdraft? Think about interest rates. Now, this is a really, this is the, pay attention to what I'm telling you. This is really interesting. You tell me what makes more sense to you, right? You tell me what makes more sense to you. If I'm poor, right? And I need to take out a loan for a car or a mortgage or whatever it may be, right? Wouldn't it make
makes sense that you would give poor people lower interest rates to make sure they'd be able to pay back what they owe and give people that make more money higher interest rates because they can afford it. Does that not make sense? If you know I make $50,000 a year, but I need a car to go from point A to point B, right? Wouldn't it make more sense if you worked with me and gave me 2% interest or zero interest or one interest so I can actually pay the car note so I can go to my job, work every day and possibly get a promotion where I can make more money? That's not how it works, though. The poorer you are, the higher the interest rates. The less money you can put down, the higher the interest rates. That makes no sense, right? You can't. Everybody can't put five thousand dollars down on the car. Everybody can't put ten percent, twenty percent down on a five hundred thousand dollar house, a two hundred thousand dollar house, or whatever it may be. See, rich people know this, and rich people don't want you to know that there's these loopholes that's in our government. To keep them rich. Donald Trump hasn't paid taxes for 30 years. Legally. Has not paid taxes. Because of these loopholes. Donald Sterling. All these other. They don't pay taxes. Rich people don't pay taxes. They got loopholes. That they use. They don't want you to understand the loopholes. They don't want you to know that the government. If they wanted to. You just wipe out all the student loans. You, you notice how when we went through the pandemic, all of a sudden we had all this money for everybody? All of a sudden there's an extra 300 bucks, extra 1200 bucks, extra 500 bucks. We had money for everybody. Right? Just out the blue. Pandemic. Now we got homelessness. We got, like I said, people in debt and all this stuff. Now, why can't we use that money just on a regular Tuesday to help these people out? You tell me. Why can't we use this money on a regular Tuesday to help these people out? You tell me. The system is set up to keep poor people poor, rich people rich. That's why the drug, you know, you go through law enforcement. That's why people would, that's what's funny to me about Brittany Griner. You got all these people talking about, I can't, I cannot believe that Russia would, would put Brittany Griner in jail for nine years for some vape pens or whatever she had, right? When homeboy Charlie is right up the street in jail for five years for a little bit of weed. That's legal in like 19 states. Are, are we any worse than Russia? I can't I can't believe Russia would do that to, to someone. We do it to all people every day. <laughs> every single day. Think about, think about China. I remember one time back when, you know, I was getting hauled into court for various, various traffic violations and things of that nature. I remember one time a brother was in court, right? And they picked him up for, I guess, he, you know, he hadn't paid child support. And the brother was up there and, and I could tell, this wasn't like a brother that was trying to get out of his responsibilities. This was a brother that just didn't have any money. And he went up there and he told the judge passionately, He's like, sir, you put me in jail for whatever, two months, a month, a week, whatever. I'm going to lose my job. 
how am I supposed to be able to pay if you put me in jail and then I lose my job? And then when I try to get another job, they can see that I've been in jail. And it doesn't matter what it's for. It's going to make it harder for me to get another job. And I'm just going to get farther and farther behind. The interest is going to pile up. And I'm never going to be able to get out this hole. And I'm going to be here over and over and over again. They still put them in jail. They put, the system, once again, is not set up for poor people to not be poor. In an ideal system, you would do things to help poor people come out of the out of the day. Think about the educational system. All the bad schools are in the bad neighborhoods. That makes no sense at all. The best teachers, the best schools, the best programs should be in the, the worst neighborhoods because they need the most help. Right? But all the best schools are in the rich neighborhoods. If anything, it should be equal. How do you expect somebody to get out the mud if you're the one that just keeps pouring water in the dirt? You don't. So that's really the, that's why they mad at the student loan forgiveness. They don't care about your $10,000. They don't want you to understand that there's ways around that. Did you know if you, if you owe the IRS and you can owe the IRS $100,000 and you can get on a payment plan and if you stick to that payment plan for 10 years, even if it's like 200 bucks a month, they have to write off the, the rest of the money. They don't tell you stuff like that, do they? They don't tell you stuff like that, do they? See, you don't, they don't want you educated. Financial literacy is a big deal, I think, in our community because it's not being taught. I saw somebody, I forgot who it was, and they're like, that should be like a core curriculum. You know, opening a bank account, credit, interest rates, how to get a house, how to get a car, how to, you know, negotiate, you know, uh, taxes. All of that, that should be something that is taught early. I mean, talking early. You know, I'm talking about, you know, elementary school. Not even talking about high school. Elementary school. That should be taught. And I'll just leave this with this, this final scam. This final scam about how the, the system is set up with keep poor people poor, keep rich people rich. And I think anybody that's gone to college understands this, this scam and this, this thing. So you go to college. So, you know, like I said, it's two different types of things people go to college. There's people that can afford it and people that need assistance, right? Doesn't mean that they're any smarter or any less smarter. It's just the way life is, right? The person that needs assistance gets to college, right? And what's one of the first things that they do when you get there? One of the first things they do when you go on campus, that first week after your parents leave, that's important, after your parents leave, what's the first thing that they do? You're walking around campus, you're enjoying all of the scenery, everything's beautiful because like that first like two weeks as a freshman is like the best time ever. You're just all through all this stuff. You're walking around campus, you're all lovey-dovey eyed. Everything's beautiful. You're finally out of your parents' house. You got a little freedom and everything. You got your little outfits on, your little book bags. You know, you're going your way to your class. And what happened? You're walking down the little campus. Uh, you're walking, you're walking down the campus. And then there's a table set up, right? And somebody got some T-shirts. 
They got some t-shirts at the table, right? They said, hey, would you like a t-shirt? Free t-shirt. To the free St. John's t-shirt. Said, sure, I would love a t-shirt. Who doesn't like free t-shirts, right? They said, well, to get the free t-shirt, you gotta you can fill out for this uh Discover card or this Visa card or this MasterCard. And Visa MasterCard, because you have no credit because you're 18 years old, is like a five hundred dollar limit, right? You fill out the Visa MasterCard because you want the free T-shirt. And you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm already, you know, struggling. I don't have any money, right? And I'm seeing these other kids with money, right? And I want to hang out, you know, with them. If you're a guy, you're probably like, man, I saw this cute girl on campus. I want to take her to dinner. I don't have no no cash to go out, you know, outside of dinner. You know, what if she wants a steak? So you fill out for the Discover card so you get the $500 limit. Right, but you have no financial literacy. You think it to yourself, oh, well, I got five hundred dollars. I just pay the, the the minimum, the twenty bucks a month. But they don't tell you that you get tax interest on whatever you spend on this Discover card, right? So of course you max it out because you're a kid. You max out five hundred dollars. You're paying twenty dollars a month, but somehow the card is now ballooned to seven hundred dollars. They don't close the account. On your credit, it looks like you know a closed account, like you didn't pay your bill. Your 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 credit score, which started off high because you didn't have any, is now plummeting. You've, you've, you've established your first debt. A month into being in school, rich kids don't have to worry about that. You know why? Because why they need a, a credit card. Their parents have set them up with a your bank account, and they have money. You see what I'm saying? It's, it started right there. Right there. The scam is started to keep poor people poor, rich people rich. And that's why they're upset about student loan forgiveness. Mark that down. Write it up. Tell me if I'm lying. The next thing I want to talk about before I get to the headlines. I have headlines. But I, I want to talk about this. I see this a lot now. Um, white people and, and Republicans and MAGA people and just people that don't like uh, black people in general. I heard, I heard this a lot. I heard the word woke. You know, the, the woke media, the, the woke this, the woke that. Everybody's woke. The MCU's woke. Woke, 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 woke. Hear that a lot. Woke. This is woke. Oh, you think you're so woke. Oh, they tried to cancel me, the woke mob. And I'm not exactly sure who told white people, you know, about this. But I'm really upset at that person, whoever it was. Because first off, I don't even think they understand that woke in and of itself is kind of a joke for, like, black people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, like, the whole stay woke. Like, it's not really, it's kind of a, you know, you know, it's kind of like a, 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 a joke. It's not really like, what the literal type of thing? It's, you know, it's kind of like a ray. You know, it's kind of a wink, wink. Like, yeah, stay woke. You know how these these people are. But I mean, it wasn't like a literal thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really a thing that white black people really like went around and was like, we're woke. You know, you know, it's like people don't really say that. You know, nobody really does that. Nobody really. You know, it's kind of a it's like cartoonish. It's kind of stuff you see in the movies. But it's not like black people see each other, you know, at a party and be like, stay woke, my brother. It's not, it's not a thing. 
and somehow it's become a thing. And it really has nothing to do with us. They just, you know, you know, white people just steal stuff. They steal styles. They steal culture. And this they just stole a word and repurposed it for something that really is not what the word is actually for. You know, the woke. The, what the hell is the woke media? <laughs> the woke mob. Now I saw somebody said they did the MCU's woke. Like I don't like ESPN's. I don't know what that means. There's no such thing. That's stupid. It's really dumb. It's just something people made up. There's no such thing as a woke mob, right? It's like either you're on the right side of history or you're on the wrong side of history. It's not woke or unwoke or sleep or taking a nap. They ain't none of that. Either you are know the right part of history or you don't. You can't say, you can't see a police officer stopping some kid in the street or shooting somebody when they're going into the bedroom and be like, oh, man, yeah, you woke. Oh, that's just wrong. Nothing woke about it. That ain't anything to do with race either. It's just that's wrong. You see people doing wrong. That's that's just how it is. See, white people are good at white people are good at like twisting stuff. We're not talking about all white people. I'm just saying the ones that they're good at twisting stuff and making it something that is really not. So if you like, well, that's terrible. Why well, you woke? That doesn't make any sense. But if you say it enough, and the the, the fan base is, is stupid enough. They start believing it. So now you'd be like, ah, man, you know. So I just said, I mean, you won't. Well, calm down. And really, I'm just talking about fantasy football. So I don't I don't know who, who where that came about, who started that, the whole wokeism stuff. That's not even a thing that we say. And it's not, you know, the the woke mob. Like that's that's just well, that's terrible. That's stupid. Nobody, nobody's like that. Nobody says that. So I'm not exactly sure where that came from. Red cup. That's a horrible interpretation of it. People are just saying stuff just to say it. The woke mob. I mean, what, what is that? So if I see a, a cop walk into a man's bedroom, shoot him within one second of walking in the bedroom, and I say, you know something? That's awful. I'm woke? No, it's just terrible. <laughs> You guys are terrible people. My God, you guys are just terrible people. Whoever said that, I don't know, man. I'm very upset with that, people. Let's get to some uh, some actual headlines before we get out of here. It's Friday. I hope everybody's having a good, a good day. Hope everybody's having a good day. Headline. Uh, Twitter reacts to Stacey Dash being clueless about DMX passing away over a year ago. And having a breakdown on TikTok while looking like Sammy Sosa. Um, I don't know if you ever. Well, you have to be a certain age, right? <laughs> like I said, you probably. I said this on Twitter. You have to be like born in the in the late seventies, early eighties, to really realize how high Stacey Dash was seen within the community and how she's plummeted so far. There's a movie, and I'm not, you know, advocating you go check it out, but. It's called Illegal and Blue. <laughs> and that's, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's called Illegal and Blue. I would say that was peak uh, Stacey Dash. Uh, and then, you know, she, I don't know, she went crazy or whatever, and now she she looks like Sammy Sosa. I don't i don't know what's happening. I mean, I, I don't know if she's bleaching the skin or just the light or something. You know, people go MAGA and then they, they start turning, you know, like Casper the Ghost. I mean, Stacey Dash was peak, peak. 
I mean, what Clueless come out? 95? Clueless and what, Mo Money? And, uh, yeah, she, she's, that, that 95, 96, 90, yeah, she was peak. And then look at her now. Look at that face. That's just, that's, that's not good. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Nobody know what's happening with that one, but I'm going to pray for her. I'm going to pray for her. What we got here? Headlines. Uh, Twitter reacts to Southwest pilot telling passengers he's going to take the plane back to the gate and ruin their vacation to Cabo uh, if women on the flight uh, didn't stop her dropping him subpar news to the cockpit. It's a double entree right there. You know, the news had to be subpar. They had to be. They had to be. Those those ladies on their way to Cabo, they probably don't have some margaritas at the gate. <laughs> you know, everybody in Cabo don't look like the, you know, the, the the promotional material. If you understand what I'm saying. Them ladies don't have them a couple of drinks. Because they're saying, what, what, like, if you're going on vacation, there are certain vacations, the vacation doesn't start until you get there. There's other vacations. As soon as you hit past security, the vacation is stuck. Cabo is one of Cabo, Cancun, Jamaica. So as soon as you hit that past security, you don't check them bags. And you the first bar you see you at it. Them ladies got them got them margaritas, the Micheladas. <laughs> got the Micheladas. The best you ever they saw the captain. Captain's probably a little handsome. You know, girls like pilots. He's probably a little handsome pilot. They're like, uh, oh, maybe, you know, he could come off, you know, with me out of this. But they obviously was not, uh, they were not up to par. <laughs> they were not up to par. You know how bad they had to be for him to be like, I'll turn the plane around? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they had to be terrible. Yeah, more money was was a peak. Yeah, more money was a peak. Oh my God, it had to be terrible. Oh my goodness, he was mad too. Oh my goodness, he was terrible. <laughs> he was like these are awful. Please stop sending them to me. I turned this plane around. My guy was heated. <laughs> Woo headline. Uh, watch John Gruden take shots at ESPN and the NFL. Gruden said he's a good person who sent bad emails and wants another shot at uh, coaching. Um, it's, interesting, um, it's interesting theory in the sense that can you be a good person that does, you know, not good things? And, I mean, he makes a good point. I mean, we all have, I'm sure, done things that we wish we could take back and this is some stuff is done in the public eye some things are done you know in private um i think it's a, it's a good conversation some people just kind of shot it down from the beginning i mean like the nfl as a whole is a terrible organization but you know we still watch you know was he a fall guy you know is, is he overall a good person and just you know don't you know take it you know was he taking shots at black people and gay people or that's just how old people talk i don't know you have to tell me on that one I, I I I hesitate to high horse people, you know, because we all have, you know, done some things, you know, especially as you get older. Like, yeah, 
You know, you look back and like, yeah, probably, you know, shouldn't have said that or something. And then you got to understand, like, society changes throughout the years. So what, like, like what may be funny now or before, it's not funny. Now. Let me give you an example before I get to the next headline. Like, Chris Rock is in trouble, right? Chris Rock was in, Chris Rock and, uh, and what, Ari Spears, they, they, Chris Rock was in trouble because he made an a OJ joke about Nicole Brown Simpson, right? You know, we saw about Will Smith slapping, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, I cancel, and the you know, woke mob and all this stuff. <laughs> they were all there, right? And I was like, it's hard to be a comedian these days. You know what I mean? The Cole Brown Simpson jokes I've heard from, like, since in the last 20 years, a lot, a whole lot. And a lot were a lot more, you know, uh, worse than what Chris Rock said. And now you, you say a joke, man, and they're like, I saw I saw something where somebody said you have to hold comedians accountable. Like they're comedians. Like yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like it's you know they're comedians. They're not like it's not like you know, like you know, we don't hold the cops responsible. We don't hold politicians responsible. Those hold comedians? The whole point of a comedian is to make you laugh, right? If you don't find the comedian funny, I mean, it's not, you know, you can't charge him with a crime. You just, you know, you have to watch him. That's what I meant by, like, you know, the John Gruden thing. It's like, you know, who knows? It's, it's, it's like, he, you know, what was funny or what you can get away with 10 years ago. Like, you talk about Eddie Murphy all the time. Like, I still watch Raw, and I still watch Deliverance. They're two of the funniest stand-ups of all time. But they happened in 85 and 87, right? If you try to pop that down into 2022... It's not going to work. So you have to give the person grace for the time period that they're speaking about. We don't do that. What we do is we, somebody, well, who was that? It was, I think it was uh, Bill Burr. He was talking about uh, John Wayne and Sean Connery, all the weird stuff that they said back in the 70s and the 60s. It's like, you can't just take that and just pop it down in 2022 and be like, you can't. You know what I mean? Like it, just, it shouldn't work like that, but you know, woke mob, <laughs> woke mob. Let's check this brother out. What we got here? Headline: How Paul? I think it was a Turovsky or Turovsky. How Paul Turovsky? It's one of them. I don't know. Let's say Paul. How Paul smoothly waited for his newlywed wife to go to sleep. Got on Al Gore's internet. Bought him a hooker, slid over to the Hyatt for some bed gammon, only for this to happen. Name that state. Florida man, he got arrested because they were doing one of those things. And um, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of those things. I think you have to differentiate between like the human trafficking and just some dude like Paul that's just trying to get his rocks off. Like he wasn't trying to kidnap no little kids. He wasn't trying to do anything with no underage kids or anything. He's just Paul. Who obviously probably shouldn't have got married. Just saying, Paul probably shouldn't have got married. Um, you know, if you got to get a hookup, you can't even wait until you get you know off the honeymoon. I mean, my goodness, Paul, I you couldn't wait till the honeymoon was over. Jesus Christ! With that said, I don't think you should be be arrested. Big difference between human trafficking and just two consenting adults uh, doing an exchange of of funds. Which leads me to the next uh, story. Which was that story I wanted? To... This kind of goes into that. 
if I can find it. Let's see. Headline. Oakland PD releases photo of couple who are getting busy in the upper deck of the Oakland A Stadium. The streets aren't snitching, though. Lovely couple. On the lovely couple and tell the cops to go fight some real crime in the area. Yeah, that that's our problem with this. Now, listen, I get it. Like, you don't want people just uh, you know, having sex at the ballpark or whatever. But... I mean, it was nobody there. It's the Oakland A's. What are we talking about? It was like literally no. They they were all alone. And if it wasn't for somebody snitching on the other side of the stadium, we wouldn't even know about this. It's Oakland. I know they got some more crime to fight than this. Why are they offer the reward? But the all the crime in Oakland, and they got ten thousand dollars for this dude in the Cure T-shirt. Look at this guy. Come on now. Come on now. We got we gotta do better than that, Oakland PD. Go, I mean, I'm sure there's some drug lords or something that you can deal with. Uh, what else we got going on here? Headline. Chloe Kardashian on being a single mom that Tristan Thompson wants nothing to do with her son from the surrogate. Chloe on how she wishes. When TTK cheats, he would at least use a condom so she could have pretended it wasn't happening. Yeah, I mean, come on. Man. Um, I don't even know what you gotta say about that. You see Kanye's going wild on um on Instagram. I found that funny. I did I didn't have time to, I think I did the story, but I don't think I, I I had time to download the headline. But I find it interesting because Kanye's always talking about Kim doing uh Playboy and uh Kim and the, the sex tape, like uh, we all knew that before you married a chief. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, you got a rap that you know my girl's a superstar, all from a home movie. So you knew before you had kids with this 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 person exactly what they were. So you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel sorry for you. As far as Chloe, I mean, yeah, she's just stupid. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, she seems like a good mom, but you're rich. And you're white. Just have as many black guys as you want. Why would you, why, why would you even put yourself in that situation? That makes no sense. What we got here? Headline. Hornets PJ Washington announced his engagement uh, to his pregnant IG model girlfriend, Alisa Chanel. I don't think that's her real name. Uh, Washington's OG baby mama, Brittany Renner, replies in the comments to the ring and engagement. Uh, Miss Renner uh, congratulate them on that. Now, listen, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, love is love. You know, maybe, maybe Miss Chanel is the love of his life. And he just had to, you know, it took a second go around to get it. Now, you know, the flip side of that is that, you know, you end up having two baby mamas that are IG models. And, you know, he's only 20, I think he's 23, 24. So I don't know. They kind of look alike, but yeah. I mean, he's taking care of the her son. I don't know. He seems a little slow. Yeah, I want no faces that looks like he's a little slow. I'm just saying, he looks he looks a little slow. I hope it works out though. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to hate. I'm just saying I hope it works out. You know, love is love. Headline. Uh watch Boston Globe Bob Ryan called Kevin Durant a shithead who can screw himself. 
didn't want him on the Celtics squad because he prefers to win without him. You know something like Bob Ryan has been around for like ever. <laughs> like I remember Bob Ryan in the Boston Globe like when I was like seven. I mean, you can kind of tell from the picture. He's, he's got all those papers and stuff back there like old people do. But, you know, when you get that old, you just start saying stuff. But this is not really cool if you think about it. You know, white reporter called a black athlete a shithead. That shouldn't really fly. That really shouldn't have went under the radar like it does. And then what happens is they get mad at the athlete when they snap at the reporters. But if I'm Kevin Durant, you have every right to snap back at, at someone calling you a shithead. He called me. You can say, you know, I can't play. You can say, you know, I'm a team destroyer and all. But, you know, when you start taking it personal like that, then we have a problem. And my question is when, when, when KD goes to Boston and it's a, you know, it's a press conference or a scrum or whatever, and Bob, is he going to call him a shithead right there? Because to me, if you're going to do it on a radio show or podcast or whatever, you call me out of my name. When you see me, you got to, you know, you gotta say it, you gotta say it up front. You gotta say it for real. You can't we can't get to go back to like asking regular questions now. We can't be back to like, you know, what'd you think about your, your shooting today? Now you gotta we gotta address the fact that you called me a shithead. So to me, like that has to be addressed. Now maybe it don't have to be addressed publicly, but we're gonna have to address it. So if I'm Kevin Durant, he has to say, well, hold on, before you ask your question, can, can you explain to me why you called me out of my name? My name's Kevin Durant, not shithead. My mother didn't name me shithead. Why would you why would you do that? Why would you say why would you say that? Please explain yourself right now, right now, to my face. That's how I would handle it if I was Kevin Durant. You, can, you know, old white people can't just be calling black people shitheads and stuff. That does that does not fly. That does not fly. In my opinion, that should not fly. That that definitely should be handled. Let's see what we got going on here. Headline. Details on daddy long necks, baby mama boyfriend, Damien. Abeso, arrested for child abuse and putting long neck son in the hospital. I just want to say this. I'm not going to go too much into this kind of self-explanatory. Go to, to Daddy Longneck's Instagram page and don't get mad at me about what you see, but but just go and, and check it out. <laughs> just, just go and check it out. Uh, headline. Uh, Crypto.com deposited $10 million in a woman's account by accident. Didn't notice for seven months. Homegirl went and bought a mansion. Now they're trying to take it back. Um, You know, I'm not really into the cryptocurrency. I think I got like one Bitcoin. But a lot of people are investing their money in it to the point that crypto had $10 million missing and they didn't notice for seven months. If I had $10 missing, I noticed. So you had $10 million missing. You know what I'm That's when she tripped. Like she probably for like a month was like, they're going to hit me up. But when they didn't hit her up for a month, that money should have been like overseas. She should have left. I don't know like how, you know, what type of, you know, situation she had at home. But I, you got new identity. 
put that money in some Swiss bank accounts, something that couldn't be touched by the government. And what, what about my business? That's what I did. They should have. You look. You can't. If you took seven months to realize you gave me some money, you shouldn't ask for it back. That should be her money. I I hope she got some good lawyers. Where she got ten million dollars to fight the case. Uh, headline: FBI questions Brett Favre for scamming the poor people of Mississippi who don't have clean water out of millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I was saying on Twitter for the for. At the end of like these guys' career, you know, Brett Favre and Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers, like they stop caring about so much their public perception, and they start showing you who they really are because they've done everything. They're already legends. They're going into the Hall of Fame. Favre showed it right at the end, and he's continued to show it in in retirement. Aaron Rodgers, you know, Brady's still a little. Media conscious, but shoot, even if he went out there, I was like, damn, man, look, I got shit going on. I can't be at training camp all day. <laughs> so I'm not surprised by this. It's, once again, and we've talked about this multiple times, the United States of America should not have any place in this country that doesn't have clean running water. We have too much money for this stuff to happen. Once again, like I talked about, they want to keep the poor poor. It's sick, obviously. There's no reason the United States of America should not have clean running. It should be nowhere in this country that we don't have water. Nowhere. It's just something that shouldn't happen. But it does. And it only happens in you know poor areas where black people are. Do you think if this was happening in in, in uh Hidden Hills, California, there'd be a problem? We got a drought. It's 105 degrees here. We're in the drought. Kim Kardashian's over here taking 10-hour baths, 12-hour showers, out in the pool. They don't care. Come on, man. No water. Like, I was reading about it. The crazy thing was, it wasn't even a story. Like, I didn't even know the story until Deion Sanders talked about it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I started reading about it. They can't. They, they, they told him to take a shower with the mouth closed. You know how you take a shower to water get in your face some, you drink? I mean, not a lot, but, you know, it just gets on you, you know. Like, take a shot with your mouth closed. What the hell is going on around here? This is the United States of America. But we, you know, we're supposed to be the country everybody looks up to. Allegedly. Headline. A YouTuber Steve Will Dolt. Is boycotting the NBA because James Harden slid into his girl Selena Smith's DMs and potentially made some chocolate milk with her. Well, you know, I don't like to say a picture is worth a thousand words, but I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she's with him for his personality. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe she is. I don't know. And I can understand why the bird, you know, slid in. I mean, it's James Harden and look, look at him. Yeah, you know, James Harden wanted to make some chocolate milk. He wanted to make some chocolate milk. Maybe he did. But I thought the most interesting part of the little video was, you know, Steve saying he didn't know if she answered him back. At least Jake Paul's girl don't answer back. Oh, Selena was like, what you up to? I like Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, can I go hang out with you a little baby? 
I mean, listen, nobody loves James Harden as much as little baby, but you never know. It'd be her, little baby, and James Harden. A little chocolate milk, a little Oreo shake, a little cookie shake. Peaches, well, not peaches and cream, milk and cream, milk and cookies. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it's Friday. The uh, NFL season uh, is starting, the college football season, two great games. Uh, yesterday, if you watched on Thursday, if you're a degenerate, <laughs> I would not say that. Uh, if you are a gambler, you like to bet on NFL games, college football games, uh, please go to uh, betus.com. Uh, you can use the code BSO125 and get 125%. Uh, bonus on your first uh, bet. Uh, the Ohio State University is going to be putting the smack down on Notre Dame um, uh, this Saturday. I think they're 17-point favorites. You go to betus.com uh, and go check that out. You can also have like all of the in-game type of betting and the props and all of this stuff. Uh, it's really cool uh, site. It's it's, it's legal, <laughs> um, and you can actually you know make it if you know what you're doing. You can make a little bit uh, of cash on that. So go to betus.com, uh, betusa.com, bet uh, dot, uh, not USA, um, promo code BSO one twenty five. So you make sure you go do that uh, uh, for me. <laughs> you get that taken care of in there, everything. Uh, yeah, NFL season is back. Uh, college football is back. It's a beautiful thing. Like I said, it's 110 degrees out here in California right now. So I can't watch TV in my backyard. That's really pissing me off. That's the whole, <laughs> the whole by the time I can watch TV, it'll be week seven. It'll be the damn college football playoffs before it cools down um, out here. Uh, but whoever your team is, I'm wishing them well for the season. Um, hope you, you know, hope it has a run. Uh, your fantasy football teams, I bless them as well. I uh, hope you have a good weekend. I appreciate you uh, tuning in uh, and listening. You know, this will be up on it's up on the website, blacksportsonline.com. Uh, it's up on Twitter. It's up on uh, BSO, uh, up on YouTube, BSO TV, Facebook, Black Sports um, Online. And then, you know, we'll be up uh, as the uh, podcast. Uh, keep that same energy. Uh, uh, as well. And like I always do before I go, I give you some uh, old school hip hop. And it's a, this is, before I get to this, is a little story behind this one. So this is uh, Trigger the Gambler and Smooth the Hustler. The song is called Broken Language. OGs know about this. But the interesting story about this was it's one of my favorite songs. And I was actually going, and they came out with a single, and they uh, back then a CD <laughs> it was came out, tape CD, might have been a tape back then. Yeah, we still might have been with tapes because I remember I bought uh, Raekwon. That was an actual tape, so I don't know if we have uh, switched over to CDs yet. But anyway, I was on my way to get the tape CD uh, at Sam Goody or one of those record stores back in the day. It may not have been Sam. Back then they had like actual record stores. And I drove up to the Sam Goody or whatever record store it was, and I walked in. And when I walked in, homeboy that worked, it was only like one guy that worked there, uh, was putting up a bunch of Tupac stuff, like posters and, 
and cardboard cutouts and all of his old records and stuff. And I'm like, why are you putting out, you know, all of this Tupac stuff? And then like, hey, we just found out that he, you know, he had passed away. And, you know, this is different times, you know, back in 96, you know, it's a different time. It took a lot of, you know, you went like instantaneous with social media. Like you had to go through the grapevine. And most people actually thought because we wasn't getting like those instantaneous uh, updates that Pac was going to pull through because first off, he was Tupac. And first off, he didn't pass away like the first night. Normally, back then, you know, you felt like if you got shot, you didn't pass away the first night. You know, it's like, you know, it's Pac. You know, shot me five times. Real niggas don't die. So we just like, it's Pac. He got shot. He's at the hospital. He's going to be all right. Next record's going to come out. And then we found out at the record store that, you know, he had passed away. And I was like, damn, like, I just, I didn't know how to react. I was uh, 18, maybe. I don't know. I was real a teenager back then, but 17, 18. And I didn't know how to react. Pac was my favorite uh, rapper back then. But then every time I hear, you know, the trigger, the gambler, smooth, the hustler, I remember that, you know, that's when Pac, that's the day that uh, Pac, and I don't know if that record came out on that exact day, but it was around, you know, that, that time. So that's a little story, a little hip hop history. Uh, story for you. So here you go. I'm out. Uh, watch the video. Pretty cool video. Pretty cool song. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Pot. Still the GOAT in my personal uh, opinion and whatnot. And you guys be safe. Uh, stay cool because it's 105 degrees outside. And I'll check you out next week with headlines. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO. Facebook, Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube, B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.